Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, in this episode of the GH Report, Valentine's wedding ends in disaster. Nina's a free woman, but does she want to be? We, we've got Maxie wondering about, is Crimson the way that she wants to go? Nicholas is back, but who's happy to see him and who's not? We're going to break it all down next. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, with the buzz uh-oh, it's a GH report. Going to get married for a codicil so you can get back your family fortune. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the GH report. Breaking down all the latest happenings there in Port Charles on this Sunday Eve. I'm your host, Frank Moran. As always, I'm usually joined by Carla Renata, but she is on assignment. She's a very popular woman, the curvy critic. She's blowing up all over the place. Sometimes she can't be contained here on a Sunday Eve, so we have to let her fly free and then wait for her to return. So it'll just be you and I today. Uh, but, of course, as always, in the booth making us uh, look good and sounding better, we've got Josh. Hello, folks. How are we doing? Can't wait to hear about stuff that's going on in Port Charles. Oh, I know. I, Josh, just this weekend, went and got a Port Charles tattoo. I uh, did. Yep, right it's, there. Uh, on the uh, left bicep, actually. There you go. It looks good. It looks good. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, now, folks, as always, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give it a thumbs up while you're there. And I know many of you are in the chat already discussing what happened this past week on General Hospital. Keep doing that. But because... It's a special episode where I am by myself. I think we know what that means. That means the phone lines are going to be open. So, folks, if you want to chat about what's been happening to your favorite or not-so-favorite characters in Port Charles, now's the time to give us a call here at 424-354-8302, and we will break it all down together. But in the meantime, while I wait for those phone lines to ring, we'll start with probably the biggest storyline happening, and that is the fallout from Valentina and Nina's failed marriage. So, as always, they're ready to get married. They're just on the strike of midnight for New Year's Eve. But, you know, what happens when a, a dead prince comes back to life who also happens to be carrying the, the body of a woman you just tried to murder by pushing over a parapet into freezing cold water? Uh, you know, that can kind of uh, dampen the, the marriage plans. And that's what happened in this case. Nicholas arrives on the scene with Ava, both soaking wet there, and the marriage doesn't happen. Valentine figures out that, oh, wait a second, Nina has been knowing a lot about this because she's acting not really surprised at all that Nicholas has just walked in, who's been supposedly dead for the past three years. Uh, one person that is excited to see him, though, is is uh, Laura, though. And, uh, of course, that's her son, so, of course, she's excited to see him. But once everybody gets a moment Alrighty, to calm down Frank, for a we second. We got our first caller coming in right now. Caller, where are you from? Ooh. And tell us your name. Am I on the air? Oh, yes, you are. I am on the air. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wait a minute. I think I know who this is. Is this the one and only James Lott Jr.? It's James Lott Jr. <laughs> uh, you, you know, Kelly from PEI would be extremely jealous that you were faster than her. 
on those keys. There. I did. Like, take that, Kelly. I started the show. Take that. <laughs> James Lott Jr., it has been so long since I've seen you, but anybody that follows you on social media knows that you've got so many things going on. Yeah. But you've taken yeah. time out of your Sunday to give a call into the show that you yourself started. I'm going to ask you first, James, what do you yeah. think of the current situation in General Hospital right now? I like it. Yeah? I actually, I don't, you know, I don't like everything, but I like this whole Cassidine thing that's happening. I'm liking, I'm liking all the fallout. Um, I'm liking the Lucas and Brad and all that fallout that's happening. I'm liking Anna. I love Anna and Finn. Um, I'm really, 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 I'm kind of liking it right now. There's a lot of gray areas in everybody's storyline in terms of it's not so clear cut. Yeah. If like everybody, this person's right, this person's wrong. There's a lot of uh, yeah, there's a lot of feelings mixed up in every decision people are making. Yes, I agree. It, it's um, there's no black or white issue on here. Actually, everyone everyone is actually almost everyone is bad <laughs> and everyone's good. It's a, bit, it's a little bit of both. I mean, like. Going from Julian to Brad to Ava to Nicholas to Nina to, I mean, everyone is kind of crazy. <laughs> um, so it's like, I mean, you can't really, I mean, no one is just completely right and no one is completely wrong. How sympathetic are you towards Valentine? You know, it's funny. I love James Patrick Stewart's portrayal. I really do. I want to see him get his comeuppance, but I, he does love Nina. That's the, that, this time, this was kind of driven by love. So it's kind of a he wanted to make her happy. It was wrong, of course. Um, that's where the gray, like you said, the gray area comes from. Like he really does love her, and Nina knows that. Like he does love her. No, that's he true. Loves his daughter. Yeah, I mean, of of that, I don't think anybody has any doubt. And yet, there's just this inability for him to be completely honest, even with somebody that he uh, that he says he loves so much. Yeah, I mean, it's it's wrong what he did. Like it's all it's wrong, <laughs> clearly wrong. But it's just kind of like where it came from, I kind of understand. He wanted to make her happy in this weird, twisted way. And I like the fact that Nina is still hurt. I doesn't want to see him hurt. That the revenge wasn't as sweet as she thought it would be. I mean, that's realistic to me. Mm-hmm. No, very true. And it's, yeah, I, that's why I find Valentine very interesting because the inability when Nina is given him many opportunities just to be honest, tell me the full story because she knows what it is and he still just can't do it. Yes. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's, that's the thing. I mean, that's, it's, it's, I, I just like the way you went back to it. It's just, it's, a, it's, look, I mean, I know some folks are like, well, he did this and that. I mean, I get it, but it's like, I still go back to, that's what's great about flawed characters that are three dimensional. They're not all good, not all bad. I mean, it's, no, and Sometimes feel, they do bad things, and that's what happens. And, and I feel like that's the type of character that you need to, to be able to have sustainability on a soap opera. I agree. Because I of, completely agree. I mean, that's the point. Soap fans need to understand if someone is too goody-goody, they're boring. And if someone's too bad, they can be written into a corner. That's the best. So you have to kind of suspend belief a little bit with some characters to keep them on if they're good characters and it's good writing. No, I agree, because otherwise then you go, what happened to, uh, I mean, a fantastic actor, but uh, who was playing uh, Paul, you pretty much just wrote him into a place where it's like, mm, I guess we have to take him off the show now. And it's a shame. Right, right, exactly. Uh, right. He's a good actor. He's a good actor. 
And, so, and, I think, and actually, now this whole thing that Valentine may not be a Cassidine, you know, might be Helena's son, like they kind of alluded to that. Like, this is interesting now. This is really interesting. You know, it's phase on his father. Like, there's all kinds of things swirling out there. So now you can still keep it going. There's stuff that can keep it going. So, I mean, I guess that does open up the possibility that Peter and uh, um, uh, Valentine could be my half brothers, possibly. That's hilarious. That's hilarious to me. Hey, first of all, I mean, no offense, James Patrick Stewart, Terry Valentine, he's a little old, and Peter's <laughs> a little younger. <clears throat> That'd be very interesting. Based on which is popular in everybody, I guess. Um, I think it's. I, I think that could actually also add another dynamic. And the fact, I love when Anna talks down Valentine. Yes, because they have their own history. I almost forgot about that. They have their own history. No, and I like that. And just saying, do what you do. You assess the situation and you find a way, another tactic to win. And I, I like that. That and it was there to glow. Yeah. Now, do you feel that same the sympathy that you have for Valentine? Do you still do you feel that for Peter August as well? That's a character. I'm sorry, but I I don't care for Peter. (laughs) (laughs) I want him gone. I'm like many fans. I'm like I have no shame in it. To me, it's one of the worst characters in GH history. One of the worst. Not a fan. Oh, oh. Well, I, Painful. No chemistry with Maxie at all. Now, I've no chemistry ask. with Anna at all. <laughs> I'm like, bye, make him bad, get him come up and send him away. I will ask you, James, why do you think he's one of the worst? Because I, I feel like, well, okay, I will be honest, I don't care. Um, we we're all, we're all friends, right? Yeah. So, no offense to the actor or any of that kind of stuff. I just think that the character itself they wrote, we rewrote some history that there was not needed to be rewritten about Anna. It was kind of weird. Um, that whole thing was just kind of weird. And I feel like the character just really has no chemistry with it. He was kind of forced on us. Mm-hmm. I don't see him with, I, mean, I don't see any chemistry with anybody. I don't, I, so I just don't see it. I don't, any other characters. I mean, they, they forced him on us in Maxie, and I see zero chemistry. And to me, that, I've just been characters on GH. That may not have cared for, they still served a purpose and they were still somewhat entertaining. And I think, oh, okay, I see chemistry. Like, I, I could see something. They've been, they've, been, they've been some bad characters on the show uh, over the years. But this one, I'm just like, I just really don't get why he's front burner storyline and affect everything. Um, and just every scene, I'm just like, I really don't care. Well, what I thought was interesting is that they made this his decision to be so secretive about how truly involved he was with Jason and Drew's uh, memory swapping that I, I don't know why they've played this up. Like why, why he, why he just didn't say what it was. Cause I feel like him being involved is not as huge as he's making it out to be. And all these actions that he's done out of that have made it so much more worse. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm just like, I, yeah, just, Exactly. You know, I mean, because we, <laughs> we were treated sure. to one of the worst things that I hate on soaps is when they you finally have a scene where a character's being honest about something. And then, of course, it starts off and then it go, immediately goes to pits and that person gets killed or gets shot or something right. terrible happens. You're like, oh, right. this is going to be a dream. Great. But that scene between right. him and Maxie, right. when he tells her, I'm like, great, this is what I want to see. I want to see him being honest and see what Maxie does with that information. And we don't get it. I agree. I agree. And the thing is, I mean... Kirsten Storms and and and, and Vane, excuse me, Finola Hughes, 
they're electric on screen. I lo- I can watch them read the phone book. I like both those actors so much. And when they're on, they're just and, w- and when they're on, they're good. I mean, like they're good. And you're pairing him up with them. This character, these two characters are beloved, long time characters. I just don't feel any sympathy for him. It's like he is lying and lying and lying and lying and lying. And Anna's not coming on. And if she's smart, she's she's getting there. And Maxie once again will be hurt. And to me, that's kind of cruel after what happened with Nathan. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just, it's just like, oh my god, I can see the writing on the wall. I, mean, I just don't, I just don't, I don't like it. What I do, there are some. Uh scenes between characters that I like that are spinning out of the story. And one's between Anna and Finn, where they talk about yep. uh, Anna's reluctance to do anything about Peter uh, because of her history with him. And I like that you could have two characters be in an argument, but it doesn't have to be heated or anger-filled. It can just people disagree, having two different points uh, of view on a, on a subject and then discussing that very maturely. I love, I agree with you completely. I love how Anna and Finn have a mature relationship. We don't see many of those because Carly and Sonny who are around the same age don't have a mature relationship. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's um, but Finn and Anna, they talk things through. Mm-hmm. And when the whole Violet thing happened, Anna admitted she had some feelings about that at first. And it was, I say, they, they taught, she didn't just kick him out and go, you have a kid? Oh, my God. I, like she, they, they worked through it. And I, they work as a team. That's what I like about them. And I agree with you completely. When they talk about it, they talk about it. Yeah. They talk about stuff. That's me. And their chemistry is I, – I never thought they would put those two together. Their chemistry is off the charts. I just – I love it so much. I, I, I'm a fan, and I, I really like seeing them being those types of scenes where they just get a hash out a subject. And just the one that happened uh, – was it Friday? Where – before Peter comes to visit Anna. And it's just her and Finn uh, – Finn and Anna talking. And – just, I really like that. It was a nice, quiet, beautiful scene between the two of them. I know, I do too. And, and those are all, and to me, soap fans appreciate stuff like that. Yes, we love big, you know, brassy, bold scenes and, and stuff like that. But fans do like those little moments. And you've talked about on the show, I've known before, of having, sometimes you just need that one little scene that may be three minutes long that it does help in the development of a story. It's like, okay, you see these two characters, just have a little scene together, it's a little quickie or whatever. And it goes that it does help a story. It helps a larger story. And it doesn't have to be because I like I feel like it's more true to life where a an argument or a disagreement or a difference of opinion on a subject doesn't have to mean that oh the relationship's over. That means uh, you know we're falling apart. Like no, it can just be you can have those disagreements and still come out as a loving uh, loving couple at the end of it. Well, the thing is, you can't break up people. Over and over and over, and I mean, after a while, it just becomes really ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It, is, it just does, and almost like in real life, when you're with somebody, you keep breaking up back and forth. Like it's, it's ridiculous. So at this point, yeah, you have some conflict. That's fine. I have no problem. That's real life. Have some conflict, but yeah, you can stay together. You can survive. People fight all the time in, in various ways, and you can go on. Now, <laughs> uh, I will ask: Do you miss having Hayden? Do you want Hayden to be a more central part of the show? As we, as, you know, as we say, it's a shady Sunday, so I have no problem being a little shady. Absolutely. I love Rebecca Buttig, and I was sad once again they got rid of her. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? So I'm hoping maybe this is, this is just a, a, a storyline ploy, and this will be back. Because I'm like, come on, people. Really, you gonna get rid of Hayden? Now you brought back Nicholas and everything. Like, you really gonna get rid of Hayden? And let, I mean, like, come on, she's so integral to so many parts of the show. 
and she has a child now that's left behind. So we're going to get a daughter and not Hayden. I'd rather have the hurt. I mean, the kid's cute and all, but I'd rather have Hayden than the daughter. Like, come on. Yeah, and it just becomes like, how realistically, how long can you keep her gone? Uh, Warframe's like, it's right. just really awkward. Right. It's, yeah, like, but- it's, it's a weird. So I'm hoping it's just a storyline plot device that they're keeping really secretive. Mm-hmm. And, as, you know, and, it's, it's, and, and they're going to bring her back. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. It- now, I know some people, uh, they uh, commented to me on Twitter, Annie Gowen, shout out to Annie Gowen. She goes, wasn't, uh, in terms of uh, Nicholas and Ava getting married, is Nicholas still married to Hayden? And I... Uh, yeah. So, like, I, I, unless he was declared, declared legally dead, in which case then the marriage should be kind of uh, dissolved at that point. But I don't... Yeah, and I think I think it's being left open. I think I think it's being left open vague. I think it's being vague on purpose because I think it's going to be a storyline. I think once again, poor Ava, my girl, poor <laughs> Ava, is going to get the shaft again. I have a feeling. So I have a feeling there's something. Unless she she knows, and uh, I think it's on purpose. And I think sometimes it's good to have stories unfold. We're we're in an age now. I mean, back in the day when I was younger, um, storylines took a while to come unfold. Now it's used to like, give me a storyline, give me a storyline, give me everything, give me everything. We need to slow down and sometimes let things happen. So, yes, we should be thinking about that. We should be thinking, is he still married to her? Good. So then maybe it will come out as the steps move along. Now, okay, uh, with Ava in this, she has uh, told Julian as much that her plan is to uh, ruin the Cassidine uh, wealth. That's what she wants out of yes. it. But I feel like at no yes. point does anybody name check Spencer in all of this. It's because uh, if they say, Ava, why are you trying to ruin Spencer's inheritance? Nobody said that yet. Right. And so I'm waiting. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Do you think that, I mean, do you, I, I guess as you're saying, a story, uh, a story uh, uh, unfolding, I, I am assuming that that is going to be a point that somebody is going to be bringing up in the next week or two then. Well, I, I am hoping, because again, we don't know everything, and who knows what's going to happen. I'm hoping they bring back Spencer. I'm hoping Nicholas Bechtel is back on the show. I mean, I don't know. They, if they filmed, what, four or five weeks in advance, I don't know if they already did that. I mean, I have no idea. I'm hoping that becomes a real plot point. It's that this is about really about Spencer more so than Nicholas. So, mm-hmm. Ava, what, I mean, what's going on? I, I'm hoping it all unfolds in a way that we get to see what, how it's going to work. Because I feel like I know Laura was already talking about, oh, I think I'm going to go to to France to talk to Spencer. It's like, I don't want to see that stuff. I want to see Spencer coming to Port Charles because I don't want to see that initial encounter happen off camera. I want to see it all happen on camera so I can see what Spencer's reactions are. Oh, I agree. Oh, I completely agree. If they go off camera, James Hodge Jr. is going to go over to Prospect <laughs> Avenue and knock on the door and be like, uh, Frank, Ron Timmy, what's going on? No. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I do I do hope it I do hope it completely on camera. We need he's a great young actor. I want to see it happen. They better you know they they be I agree with you on that one. They better do something. It'd be great that uh, Junior Francis comes back in a couple of weeks. Says yeah, I talked to Spencer. He's fine. It's okay. Let's move on. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you know, Cheryl <laughs> Hospital has a way of doing things like that too. Sometimes, so we can't be super surprised if that happens. Can't be surprised if that happens. That's totally possible. Now, speaking of Jeannie Francis, uh, I since since she left the show, and there's a lot of public outcry about why she left the show. They wanted to kind of reduce her contract status. 
Uh, but then they brought her back. And I felt like since she came back this time, they've been able to get Laura done better than they have in the longest time. She seems more I active agree. in storylines. I completely agree. Yes. Completely agree. How are you enjoying Laura this time completely. around? She, they, they really did. So all you Jeannie Francis fans out there, everybody who was pissed as F and was going crazy, you should be happy. They have given, they've made her front burner. They have her in a bunch of storylines. They have her in the mix. I love her and my, my man, Donnell Turner. I love her and Chris <laughs> and Curtis together. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, when they run around and stuff. But she's involved in a lot of storylines. She's really in this. Of course, the Nicholas reveal, I knew she would deliver. I knew she would deliver. I mean, Jean Francis is a legend. And when she went off on Nicholas, I was like, that's right, girl. You tell us. It was great. And just seeing her, that, that mixture of being ecstatic to see her son alive, but then as all the information starts rolling in and she starts thinking about all the ramifications, realizing the, how mad she is at him as well. Oh, I love that. It was, and, that's, and that's realistic. And that, and that was good. And see, Laura always, would, she would yell at her kids. She didn't care. She, she would love them, but she would love to talk about themselves, too. And I love the fact that she was like, Nicholas is becoming more castline than I thought. Yes. That's interesting. I, and I even love Alexis's kind of like, where were you? I'm still happy. To, like, she was happy to see that's her, that's her nephew, and she was happy to see her. I, I, I want to give a shout-out to, um, I forgot his name already, uh, the guy who's playing Nicholas. I like him as Nicholas so far. I like him. Yeah, I, I think he's doing a good job. I, I've been enjoying him. I felt like, and it's no fault of the actor, it is just the way that they wrote the character for when he first came back. He was such a buffoon. If he had stayed off, off everybody's radar for three years, he, he seemed to have his act together. But once he came to Port Charles, he was such a buffoon in a lot of his actions. Yeah. And I was like, what's what's going on? What happened to this this shrewd mastermind who was scheming for three years and now he comes back and he's messing everything up constantly when she's back in Port Charles? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Let me but see I do, I do want to address something because people because people are saying things online. I've seen things in their chat and stuff. How I, the soap has been on for a long time. So, yes, many characters have done what their children are doing now. I get, I get it. They're like, it's hypocritical. It's just, you know, it's still too wrong to make a right. Because yeah. I didn't mean you should do it too. Come on. You know, it's, like, it's just one of those things that, you know, she should be upset at Nicholas. Laura should be upset. She should be him for doing that to her son. Like, you know, things like, you know, you do it. You do it like, you know, don't, it's too wrong to make a right. What, what, the other thing I've really been enjoying about the way they've been writing Laura is playing up just how smart she is where she is putting pieces together of certain storylines without having to be have that information be revealed to her. She's being smart enough to put two and two together, and I really am enjoying how she's deducing certain things. She is more Spencer than Lulu these days. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, For don't sure. get me started on Lulu. Oh, well, let's get you. I, I want to get like, you started on Lulu. Come on. Tell me you about... Give her back the way she used to be. <laughs> yeah. uh, tell me about... God bless America. Uh... Let's take a minute to talk about just the 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 the, the lack of quality Spencer sibling characters. Yes, uh, I feel like Lulu making her an investigative reporter fine. Uh, I mean, it super happened super fast, but I was like, I guess I'm willing to accept uh, to pass by the realisticness of that just to get to her right. maybe right. doing something more Spencer esque as a reporter, but. 
I still feel like it's lacking as well. I agree. I concur completely. I, again, it's, it's the writing. I think it's the way they're writing her. I, I don't know. I love, I like, I like Emmy Ryland, the actress. I like her. Mm-hmm. So I have nothing against her, but it's the shade is towards the character. I think they're writing her this weird way. It's really annoying. Yes. It's super annoying, but she's front burner storyline with some storylines we should care about, you know, her kids and all that kind of, we should care about the stuff. But somebody sounds like, I see why Dante left. Bye. I don't, I don't care. Bye. <laughs> you know, I see why Charlotte was with her father. I see. I get it. I, I, I don't feel, I, oddly enough, I don't feel like something towards her. And I feel like I should, because she has had some things done to her, but I just don't. I don't feel, I don't feel anything. I mean, I, I don't feel anything towards her. And I feel like maybe she needs more. She's kind of in an island right now. They don't really play. I don't know how really, her and Maxie have scenes every once in a while. She's near with Carly. She's never, I mean, where's your family? Where's Lucky? Bring back yes. Lucky. Uh, I would love Come to have Lucky, Lucky Bring back Lucky. Bring him back. Yeah. Like, he's an interesting part of the story, too. Like, I know Luke's not coming back. That's fine. Let have Laura have her three children. Come on. Let's yes. have her three children. You know, I guess uh, to take a tangent for a second, is this kind of a lar- larger problem just the day and age that we are as soap operas right now? If you think back in the heyday of General Hospital back in the 80s, where there was a lot of action and adventure, uh, traveling yeah. across uh, you know, the world during a summer for a storyline, uh, that was we were willing to suspend our disbelief. But I feel like now they're really kind of addressing the reality of whether it's with Lulu or it's with Jason and Sam, the fact that they are now parents with kids and different responsibilities and treating that at the expense of giving us also that kind of escapism that you also want out of a soap. Trying, how do they best balance those two? And I feel like it's now it's treating it almost too real where it's like, yeah, the, in a real world, for sure, you have different responsibilities as a parent. You need to focus more on that and not on the adventure and escapism. But as a soap opera and a real story and to engage viewers, I feel like, well, that's also a component that I'm missing as well. Yes, I think, yeah, they completely need to um, get back to some of that. I mean, they started doing a little adventure stuff when they were in Canada a while back last year in the Canada thing. They have Curtis on the run with Laura doing stuff. That was kind of fun. But, yeah, we need more of that. We need, we need, we need to. I mean, I'm glad they're back at the hospital. I, well, first of all, I'm just glad no mob stuff's going on. Okay, first of all, I was not to the mob stuff. I'm glad it's very low minimum mob stuff. So I know some of those folks out there agree with me out there. I know, um, but you know, there's but, some yeah, mob stuff brewing. The adventure stuff. There's some mob stuff brewing. Somebody's been burning that Corinthos coffee truck. Oh, oh. Which I'm I've like, been... no, we don't need that. We don't need mob <laughs> stuff. We don't. We really don't. I... It could be okay. We don't. I mean, do you want to see those kind of realistic storylines now? Do you want to to treat the reality of a Jason character where you want to see him be stone cold, going off and doing things, or uh, seeing those kind of storylines? Or do you want to see more of addressed in the reality of, no, you can't be that person. You have to be a parent now. Well, you know, I think, I mean, I'm not a writer like that, but I think there has to be a way to give the action and... And also, you can still be a parent. I think there's definitely a way they can do that. I don't know what it is. I mean, at the moment, I don't know what it is. But I just feel like they all have, they made them have babies. They all have these babies and stuff. So, I mean, there you go. I mean, they're out there. Um, you know, Monica can watch them all. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's true. She, she might as well put them in daycare. Olivia. <laughs> they can watch them all. What else you can watch? The Quartermain house. They're all Quartermains at some point. So, let's throw them all together. Because I feel like there are a lot of missed opportunities 
with the whole Drew, Jason, Franco, all that was all missed. Yes. They got rid of Billy Miller, so it's done. We missed it. So there was a lot of things we could have done that could have been part adventure and part realism. Like, you know, both. There was some, they started that, then they, they stopped it. It just looked like that's it. They stopped it. It was the most frustrating thing that they finally got a storyline that Drew could be uh, play in the center of, and then they killed him off. It's they like, killed him off. Uh, I mean, exactly. I, I was frustrated beyond belief. I go, we finally have a way to make this work, and you guys got rid of it, and it's, it's just done. You know, we just don't we don't have anything. It's done. Yeah, I think one of the biggest. And I thought misses, that was that was really bad. Yeah, because I think one of the mis- biggest misses of the past couple of years is the lack of development between Jason and Drew. We never saw no, none of them coming, uh, trying to kind of find any common ground. We saw scenes of them occasionally working together, but nothing else. Yes. Uh, yeah. All right, James. I will ask you. You, you mentioned the Quartermain Mansion. What do you think of the renovation? <laughs> About time! Oh my goodness! <laughs> I, I people were getting mad. I'm like, why are you getting mad? It's like it's beautiful. Like, it's way better than it was before. It's the twenty. Oh, what twenty second century? What twenty first century? Or century we're in? It's like it is. I like it. I'm like, good for you, Monica. It's your house. Alan bought it for you. Gave it to you. So I'm happy. I like it. It uh, just the reality of that reconstruction, though, because that happened really fast. Oh, well, of course. Uh, but it's like, but it, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, the door is on the opposite side of that whole foyer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and so like, <laughs> holy cow, what is going on? I'll take house? it. I'll take it. I don't care if it took two seconds. You know, I'm like, I'll take it because you know, I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, it's a self. It's what happens. You know, time, time is is kind of. Maybe it's a maybe. You know, you get me time. It's not. You know, it's fluid. It's fluid. Time is fluid on some. No, I would agree. And uh, the one thing that I did think though is that if they're going to invest that time redoing those sets, means that they plan on using them, which means more quarter so, right? which means more quarter Ooh, scenes, so. which I'm all for. I hope so. No, I hope so because I was talking to um, Michelle Stafford, our oh, buddy, yes. um, who played Dean, of course, is back on YNR, about people getting sets and how that's a big deal. When you get a set, mm-hmm. <laughs> something of a story from part of your storyline, it's a big deal. And you're right. Usually that means they're going to use it more. Yeah. So hopefully that's because we got, now we got Brooklyn back and there's some quarter mains running around. So, I mean, hopefully that'll, that'll be, that'll be the case. I mean, I, I, I am excited. I don't know how long Jane Elliott is sticking around for. Uh, I am just happy for any amount of time that I get to have her on screen. But uh, how excited were you to see her come back? Oh, I loved it. I love her new hair. I love it all. I think it is this wonderful thing where um, Jane Elliott just lights, again, lights up the screen when she comes on and completely just, she's the bomb. She's the bomb. Yeah. I mean, just, hey, I'm, I, any, like you, any bit I can get her, I can, any bit I can get her, I can get her. I'll take her. I'll take it. I, I'm take curious so that no one is at, like, she has not dropped, nor has anybody asked. Just uh, a Luke name check. We don't need to see him, but are they together? Yeah. Is he taking a break? What's going on? I wouldn't mind just finding right. out what the status of that relationship is. Yeah, I me too. Same here. Now I'm going to say this. I'm going to. I'm actually going to get off the phone so someone else can actually call in. Right. I had so much fun, uh, folks. So I, I was chopping a bit to call in, and I had it was so much fun being able to recap this with you because I did, folks. I did start this show for, like, almost five years ago, <laughs> um, so I, I have a right to talk on if I want to, but. I want people to call in, of course. And last thing I'm going to say is, 
I want to know who Trina's parents are too. I want Trina to be a cast and I. That's my that's my last thing. Because I know people have been saying, "Oh, could possibly be a Gia connection." So you're thinking a lot. That's of those I said, Nick and Gia. That's what I'm thinking the same thing. Nicholas and Gia. Make her a cast and I. Make her a cast and I. And I love her with Ava. So that's, that's the last thing I'm going to say. I I would agree on that as well. James Lott Jr. Yes. A big round of applause for the man who, for without your efforts, the show would not exist. Thank you, thank you, thank you, guys. I love you guys. And I just want to say that on January 26th at Apple Buzz TV, I'm interviewing the cast of Studio City. And that includes XAJ, uh, Sean Kanan, and Robert Scorpio, Tristan Rogers, or, and Carolyn Hennessy. They're all coming in with Pika Darbo, and I feel we're going to have a great time um, Sunday at 26th at 2 p.m. You get uh, I am very envious that you're getting a chance to talk to Tristan Rogers. That is. I, I awesome. love Tristan. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be so wonderful. So you guys watch that. James Lott Jr., it was great talking to you on the phone. Uh, I hope sometime to be able to see your face just guesting uh, one one Sunday here with me on the GH Report. I will. I, I'm going to. In 2020, I will come on the show. I will, I will see you again, Mr. Frank Moran. Oh, I will. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for calling in, James. Bye. See ya. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, the Im- inimitable James Lott Jr. Uh, you know, I know Josh uh, was just eating this up like uh, like it was popcorn during this conversation. It's always great to have a conversation with James Lott Jr. It's amazing. He's, he's a legend, and there's a reason for it. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, I know James and I talked a lot about this, but I also figured I was going to let this conversation go a little bit because, you know, I know you all love James as well. So, uh, and I'm sure you were curious about what his thoughts are on some of the storylines that are happening here in, in Port Charles right now. So, I let the conversation go a little, little long. I hope you enjoyed it, but we still have about nine minutes left. So, if you want to try calling in again, if you are on hold while we're talking and you want to try again, I'd love to chat with you as well. The number is 424 354 8302. Uh, no storyline that was happening this week is uh, we've got Jason and Sam and uh, <laughs> the, the super hot storyline about how do we get a new parole officer. And you all know I am not a huge Sam fan. I could really care less. So I have zero interest in them being together. So any obstacle that comes along the way, I'm absolutely fine with. But uh, I know there are there are you uh, some of the members of the fan base that are J Sam for life. I know Carla is one of those uh, that wants to see the two of them get together. All righty, Frank. We got another caller on the line. All right, answering this call, caller, where are you from? And tell us your name. Uh, L.A. Mike. Oh, Mike. How are you, sir? Pretty good. Pretty good. Excellent. Well, thanks for joining me here on this Sunday evening. Uh, what storylines are you loving? What storylines are driving you a little crazy right now? Okay, this Mike and Sonny trying to find a cure for him getting my nerves. <laughs> Hate that. Okay, let let this let, let, let this go and let this be done with it so we can move on. I'm kind of digging somebody coming in from the outside trying to take over Sonny's territory. I'm kind of digging that. Yeah, and I'm digging Trina and Cam, and I'm digging Trina being the Catholic nine too. I agree with James. I think Trina is Gia and Nicholas' daughter. That would that would be curious, especially it'd be nice to get a little Gia shout out. It's been a little a long time. Uh, you know, somebody from GH's past to get a little name check there. Uh, to go back to Sonny and Mike, though, I, you know, I agree. It's they've tried they've treated the storyline surprisingly. And I remember when it first started out, like, 
how are they going to do this kind of real time? Are they going to you know accelerate it for television purposes? But they've kind of stretched it out for a few years, and much like you, I'm kind of like, okay, let let's move on. Uh, yeah. And, and so to have Sonny keep doing these last, like maybe I'll do this thing in Europe. Oh wait, maybe this doctor in New York. Just like oh. and I get, I get that, that, that he has guilt because he kept pushing Mike away all that time when he was healthy. But okay, it's done. I'm I'm over it. Then, what's up with homeboy? I, I think he's gay. Okay, uh, 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 Dev. Dev, I think Dev is gay. I think because it is he, interesting. Uh, when Josh uh, kissed him, he was like, "Uh, uh-uh. Trina kissed him, and he was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." So I think if Cam did it, I think Cam. I think he would be like, "Okay, yeah, let's let's do this." I I can see that, Mike, because I I feel like. Some of the scenes between looking back with that context, uh, I mean, the way he acts around Cameron, the, the way that he's ready to, you know, help take the fall for him when they are uh, on New Year's Eve, when they were drunk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, not New Year's Eve, but uh, earlier during the holidays when they were drunk and they got busted at school. Then. Yeah. I feel like, uh, yeah, I, I could see perhaps Dev is attracted to Cameron. And I, I'd be curious to see what yeah. they do with that. Is it, I think I'm, I'm, pick, I'm picking the vibe and I'm digging it. But I wish they did her. Maybe they're gonna do it like like for a summer storyline, possibly. I think. But you know they need to pick that up and go. Um, what else I like? I'm liking now Anna and Peter. You know Anna knows that that Peter was was it, but I don't think she gonna she gonna turn him in. I think she's gonna let, let, let him go. Uh, I, but it's uh, all right. I mean, part of me it's like. Okay, fine, I guess. But you also really uh, suspect that he's, even though you think of him as your son, you know he's not really your son because those memories were implanted in you. Shouldn't you follow the evidence to its natural conclusion? Okay, but I don't see Anna. Okay, because she she tried she tried to get him to spill the beat. Like, okay, like I know that you know that I know. So if you say that. You know that you did it. I'm cool with it, and we just go on from there. But Peter, <laughs> like, you know, was like, no, I'm not. I'm not having it. I'm, you know, I'm bouncing. I'm out. So I'm, I'm thinking that they're just gonna drop that all, all together. Well, I'm gonna ask. You know, I like, I like the character. I like him, but I agree with, with you guys. They, they just need him. Put him in something uh, different. Do you see? Because I know James is not a huge fan of that character. And he doesn't see any chemistry between him and Maxie. Do you see chemistry between him and Maxie? Um, yeah, I like what they got going on. And I don't think Maxie, you know, with all the stuff that she did, would be would care too much about it because she did some dirt too. But I think if he if he just tells her and you know explain everything, then she probably get over it because the only thing he did really was was help Helena. Uh, Mind switch him, and they kind of, and he already told everybody that he was part of it. So I don't see what's what's the big, you know, just take a little extra, yeah, extra step. I I agree with you there. It, it feels like he's putting so much. He's so fearful of this, and I, but I'm not. I'm just like, it's not a big deal. Why, just tell him. Uh, everybody, yeah. everybody knows. Just tell him. All right, no, I really wasn't under Faison's orders. I was doing it myself. Cool. Let and we'll all move on. But the fact that yeah. I always tried to kill Franco, try to kill Andre, possibly kill Drew. Uh, I mean, I guess they say the cover-up is worse than the crime. Okay, wait. 
when you know what? When I think about that, I can see why because he still get like that. Okay, you think Sam and Jason were able to find evidence to get Peter? I, I mean, I guess they. I mean, I guess Jason and Sam are the heroes, so I guess at some point they're going to have to. Uh, yeah, but again, I'm not a huge Jason fan. I don't care if they get back together. I'm fine with. Let's spend two years of them not together at all. I am absolutely fine with that. <laughs> so, like, okay. don't find that evidence. Right, then, then, then go. I, I want I want everybody else to have a chance to call and talk Got to it. you, especially Kelly, because I don't know if she's pissed. <laughs> all right, so I'll talk to you later. All right, Mike, have a great one. Thanks for calling in. Uh, right. Look Bye. at, take care. Uh, all right, look at that, uh, Josh. I mean, time flies when you're uh, doing some GH talking here. Uh, we've got two minutes left. I'll open up the line if we get like a super fast phone call. We'll, it, it, basically, a shout out. Right to us here if you want to try. Yeah, to, we can get it done. Yeah, a little buzzer shot shout out to us. Uh, but in the meantime, folks, uh, you know, I will. I'll, I'll get some of the uh, the the farewells done right now, so we have a little extra time yeah, on the back end. We got a caller coming in. Oh, call, right, what's your name this. and tell us where you're from. Hello. Hey, how are you? It's Frank from the GH Report. Who are you? Is this Josh? Oh well, no, Josh is on the Josh is in the booth. I'm here on the mic, Frank. Okay. Am I calling the right number for AfterBuzz? Yeah, yes, you are. You're for the GH Report. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're on with Frank Moran. Look at that. Uh, yeah, the man, the myth, the legend himself. Uh, welcome to the GH Report. What are you loving on the show? Well, this is Susan. I'm calling from Las Vegas. Oh, Susan, thanks for calling in. You're welcome. Oh, this is Frank. Okay. Now I, <laughs> now I hear you. Oh, all right. Uh, so what storylines are you loving right now in General Hospital? Well, my favorite actors are definitely Ava and um, James Patrick Stewart, the uh, Valentine. I, I, I just w- love all the scenes they're in. They're just so good. It, it, uh, are you liking this new storyline they're trying to set up for Ava where now she's married to Nicholas? She's going to try to ruin his fortune. Are you intrigued by that? Uh, yeah. I mean, I kind of like Ava being queen of that castle, you know? <laughs> Island. I think she's. I think she's going to play that to the hilt. No, you know, I would agree. How soon is it though before the two of them realize? Oh, hey, wait! I think we still might really love each other. When do you think you get those scenes? Oh, Ava and Nicholas. Yes, you think they really do love each other? I feel like at I some point that's going to get played I, out. I don't. I just think. I just think Ava's doing this for like, you know, to get back at. Her life's been crazy, Ava. You know, and having her at the Casabag Castle, I think it's great. No, it, it'll I be think interesting. It's great. But I, and I, I think that Nina and and I think Nina and Valentine are going to be back together. You think so? You think so? I right. do. But I'm going to let I'm going to let you go because um, other people are calling me, and I don't want to take all the time. All right, but Susan, one last thing I'm going to ask you before you go. So you'd rather see Nina with what? Valentine than Nina with Jax? Oh, not with Jack. My God, you know Carly's going to be back with Jack. What? You know, that's how the story's going to go. And then Sonny's going to get her back again. Same old, same old. (laughs) All right, Susan. This is my opinion, though, Frank. You know, you asked. I did, and I love it. I love it. Uh, Susan, thank you so much for calling (laughs) in. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday night. I will. Thank you, Frank. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Josh, we did it, buddy. Woo, another great night of Port Charles. Holy cow. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you 
Uh, thank you to Mike. Thank you to Susan. But a big shout out to the man himself, James Lott Jr., for giving us a call, uh, taking a little extended chat with me to talk all things General Hospital. And as always, folks, thanks. Even if you didn't call in, thanks to all of you for watching. Really appreciate it. As always, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And everybody, thanks for being in the chat. Continue that uh, conversation going. And even after we stop streaming live, feel free to leave a comment down below. But if you want to stay in touch with me even after the show's over, if you want to be like Annie Gowen and send me those tweets, uh, you know I will respond to those. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. Until next uh, uh, Sunday, I think Carla is actually going to be here doing it solo. Not me. I'm going to be on assignment next Sunday myself. But Carla and I will be reunited, oh, actually three weeks from now because uh, two weeks from now I'll be doing it solo again. And then in three weeks, Carla and I will be back reunited and it will feel so good. But until then, folks, we'll see you back here next Sunday night, or Carla will, to be more precise, right here on AfterBuzz TV. Have a great rest of the week, folks. All your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.